The changes which took place in the Roman world across the late 3rd and early 4th centuries had very marked implications for the evolution of Roman political culture. The decision of Diocletian as the senior emperor to establish himself primarily in the east to face down the Persian menace heralded a fundamental relocation of authority and power. Henceforth, only very rarely would any senior emperor base himself for an extended period of time to the west of the Balkans. This in turn affected how imperial power was conveyed and understood, for it meant that the senior emperor was now operating in a political context in which, to project his power effectively, he had to do so within the traditions of divine monarchy. As a near contemporary, Aurelius Victor declared of Diocletian, he was a great man, but with the following habits. He was the first to want a robe woven with gold, and sandals with plenty of silk, purple, and jewels. Although this exceeded humility, and revealed a swollen and arrogant mind, it was nothing compared to the rest, for he was the first of all the emperors after Caligula and Domitian to allow himself to be called master, Latin dominus, in public, to be worshipped and addressed as a god. The imperial office had become both highly militarized by virtue of the rise of the soldier emperors, and highly ceremonialized, with the emperor increasingly depicted in both eastern and western contexts as the representation of divinity on earth. Diocletian himself claimed to hold power under authority from Jupiter, the father of the gods in the traditional Roman pantheon. This emphasis on the emperor's supposedly divine personal associations no doubt helped to distract attention from his lowly Illyrian roots. The most important point was that the centre of gravity of the Roman Empire had shifted decisively eastwards. New Dynasties and New Religions Perhaps because he did not have a son to whom to pass on power, and also perhaps as a nod to traditional Roman constitutional values, Diocletian never attempted to turn the tetrarchy that he established into a dynastic system, although the families of the various tetrarchs did intermarry. The man he appointed as his co-ruler in the West, a fellow Illyrian soldier named Maximian, and their respective eastern and western deputies, Galerius and Constantius, also from the Balkans, had been chosen primarily on the basis of their trustworthiness, their talent, and the loyalty of their troops. A system of power-sharing was effectively held in place by the overarching authority and personality of Diocletian himself. In 305, the now elderly emperor made a remarkable and rare decision. He announced that he would retire from imperial politics, taking himself off to live in a palace he had constructed at Spoletum on the Dalmatian coast. From within this massive structure, the modern Croatian city of Split would later emerge. He ordered his junior colleague, the Western Augustus, Maximian, to step down at the same time, and power was transferred to their respective Caesars, Galerius in the east and Constantius in the west to whom new deputies were in turn appointed. An apparently peaceful transition of power seemed to have been achieved, but it was not to last long. The following year, as the new Western Augustus was preparing to campaign against the Picts to the north of the Empire's frontier in Britannia, he died. Encamped outside the city of York, 
The late emperor's army responded by acclaiming as his successor not the late emperor's duly appointed Caesar, but rather Constantius's son, Constantine. This act of effective usurpation encouraged others to follow suit, and the army around the city of Rome declared the former Western Emperor Maximian's son, Maxentius, as emperor in the West. A third claimant to the Western throne emerged in Africa. Within barely a year of Diocletian's retirement, the Tetrarchy had been torn asunder by rival dynastic and political ambitions, fueled by the support given to the imperial pretenders by their armies in the field, who clearly felt they had much to gain, in terms of pay, supplies, and prestige, by being led by an emperor and showing loyalty to his family.